Coming off a tough loss to the Patriots, the Browns make a little bit of a roster move. We'll tell you who uh, is no longer with the with the program. We'll do that uh, coming up as well. We'll do uh, a little bit of looking at the injuries. Um, a key player on the offensive line looks like he's going to be out for some substantial time, at least for this week. We'll tell you who that is and how that affects the Browns running game. And also, we'll get into kind of a bit of a Ravens preview. The Ravens uh, three and three coming in into this week. Uh, the Browns need to need to get this win or, you know, we're looking at the next couple uh, games in the AFC North being a tough sled. Uh, we'll talk about Lamar Jackson. We'll talk about their struggles a little bit on their side of the uh, ledger. And we'll do that coming up on the next Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Lockdown Browns podcast, brought to you by the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, also from the Ultimate Sports Show, into one. You can also catch them tonight. Uh, at the end of the Cavaliers game, the guys from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show at G Bush 91, Garrett Bush, integral part over there. Of course, the Dog Pound 92.3, the fan Saturday mornings. Make sure you're checking that out. Uh, Garrett, it was a fantastic job over there. Uh, it was a pleasure to jump in there every now and then, chop it up with Garrett. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is brought to you by Bird Dogs, the most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built-in liners. Go to birddogs.com. Use promo code LOCKDOWN, all caps, no space, and boom, a free Bird dogs, rope hat with your pair of bird dogs. Uh, we're going to get in here, basically the news of the day. We'll start basically, you know, through the Browns injuries to this point. Um, you know, Browns made a release today, um, and which I think just, you know, I think it's kind of maybe of a microcosm, and we'll get to this in segment two of John Johnson III's uh, words today uh, about maybe dedication to craft here as to, you know, maybe being some of the issues on the defensive side of the ball to this point. And our four, uh, first look here as we start to turn the page to the Baltimore Ravens, uh, Sunday, 1 o'clock, Browns, Birds in Baltimore. Um, so we start here today. Um, injury, Wyatt Teller, it's a calf again. If everybody remembers, he went through this in 2020. 2020, he missed, I think it was three weeks he missed in 2020. Um, he's already pretty much ruled out for this week. Uh Monday night football against the Bengals still up in arms. Wyatt says he feels the injury is not as significant as it was in 2020. Um, but as we all know, Browns tend to be cautious on these fronts. Um, last thing they want to do, and you know, they kind of just probably did it uh, a week ago by playing um Jadamian Clowney against the Chargers. Then he was unable to go the following week, as we all know, against the New England Patriots. So Certainly something to keep an eye on there. Uh, Denzel Ward still not back yet uh, at practice, uh, you know, with the concussion. So definitely something to monitor as this week goes on. You know, some rest days, obviously, which we've kind of grown accustomed to here. Um, Joe Haig, and I'm actually getting a little nervous about Joe Haig. I mean, I forget people probably forget he's even here. But, I mean, when you're on the injury list and out of practice for this long, with a concussion as an offensive lineman, it just kind of strange. I mean, obviously the, the the injury happens along the offensive line. We all know this, um, but normally your more serious ones are you know on skilled players. You know where guys are moving at top speed. 
Um, and then also today, Garrett Browns, I guess it was last week, right? Last week, Browns had released Richard LeCount from the active 53 man roster, did bring him back the next day, put him on the practice squad. And with and we'll get into this and how it reflects the Browns defense currently in segment two here from John Johnson, the third. Um, but when you make a statement basically saying, you know, you can't just come in here, uh, you know, practice ends and basically be in your car and out the building. Um, and then the Browns, after that statement is made, essentially cut a player, even a practice squad player shortly thereafter. You kind of have to think maybe that was a guy falling under this. If we remember Garrett, maybe it was three, four weeks ago, Perry on Winfrey. Uh, was going through some things as well. You got to wonder if maybe this applied to him at the time. Um, but, you know, so Browns move on from a player. You're going to be without Wyatt Taylor. I guess it would be for a whole, would be your next guy up. I mean, I don't know with Chris Hubbard. Chris Hubbard, it still seems weird Chris Hubbard's here because, I mean, yeah. there's been opportunities for him to play and, and they actually haven't called his number. And look, at this point, I mean, he's a veteran. I'm sure somebody would, you know, would, would like the opportunity to get him in there. Uh, but Brown, Brown's a little banged up. But look, you know, it's that time of the year. Everybody gets a little banged up. No excuses. Next man type of mentality. I mean, you're not going to get anybody who's going to come in here and play to the little Wyatt Teller. But got a great system in place. you got a great offensive line coach. For God's sakes, Garrett, there better be a reason you're carrying 11 offensive linemen on a roster. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we've seen Hudson come in before him. Yeah, this is this is the point in the season where I think this is – if if – the more they lose, the more you're going to continue to see a shakeup in the roster, uh, especially uh, in certain parts of the defense. Because you look at it, the defense is wildly disappointing. And even though you want to get a good look at Deshaun Watson, you want to get a good look at him uh, this year. But when you look at the way the defense is playing, there's no way that you can get a, a, a great evaluation unless you're just playing on shoot, having a shootout every game and you want Deshaun Watson to throw the ball 100 times and score 50 points a game. But that he's not going to help the defensive side of the football. And when it comes to Richard LeCount, trust and believe that they were probably giving him an opportunity to step in there and to grab one of those positions. If Richard LeCount would have been accountable, he would have known what he was doing. It was in his playbook. And if he was able to make a couple plays, it's not like John Johnson and Grant Delpiter are being world beaters back there. It's not like they're doing something splash-wise that with production. So if he could have got in the game, uh, De'Anthony Bell, the same thing. If they could get in the game and make a couple plays, they could find themselves as a person who's going to be a starter on the, in a, on the NFL defense. But they didn't do that. Um, those guys, the younger guys, are, are struggling as we speak uh, in terms of, you know, getting that, that that's together. So right now I look at it as uh, this. There, this is the APB for all hands on deck. That means practicing like you're a starter preparing like you're a starter and if they're not seeing those things they say well give me somebody else in here that can push the guys that are starters right now and, and go out there and be contributors so those are all things that uh you know that, that that's what leadership wants them to do but it's up to the players to do it but um you know look at looking at these injuries it is it, concerning because they really weren't playing that well when everybody was healthy to be truthful and the whole roster healthy and they still weren't putting up no points so um, injuries are part of it. Every team goes through it, and the best teams figure out a way to strive and to and actually flourish during adversity. If there's one spot where we've seen the Browns actually over the last couple of years be able to deal with an injury and basically still prosper, it is the offensive line. Um, we know the offensive line is made up of a lot of great players, but we also know it's a great system with a great offensive line coach. And it, you know, they've. It, it's. I'm not going to say it hasn't hurt them. 
but it has killed them or buried them in the last couple of years. You know, there's been times where guys have been in and out of that lineup. Um, and it's, it's for the most part, it's not really business as usual. Fix up in the running game. We'll see the way it works here against the Ravens. Um, you know, and you know, it's easier to plug a guy in when you know the opponent as well as you do, like the Browns do going into this matchup. So, you know, that's certainly something in their favor for Richard LeCount. Look, it's, you know, there, there were issues last year and he got sent home, um, you know, and, and it never really, you know, parlayed this year. And as you mentioned pretty eloquently, I, I would agree because this coaching staff on the defensive side of the ball, they know, you know, they're in trouble. They know their days could possibly be numbered. So this is like, you know, all basically last stop, last chance. And if it means I'm going to give a, a DeAnthony a bell, some reps, because I think he might go out there and give me a better showing than one of the two safeties did on Sunday. Could happen. Same thing, Ronnie Harrison. If I think Ronnie Harrison can go out there and give me a couple better reps than maybe Grant Elpin, I got to try it. Because if I'm Joe Woods, I got to go down all guns of blazing here. You know, I basically got to, you know, empty the clip. Uh, because, you know, another poor showing here. This team gets to two and five, telling me you don't make a change during the season. That's fine. Sometimes your hands are tied. You ain't got a choice. And sometimes, look, if the lesson is not being learned and the guys are not listening to the lesson plan that's being given, eventually you got to say, well, I can't go get an entire new classroom. I got to maybe try getting a different teacher, even if it would be somebody on a substitute level, giving somebody else on that defensive side of the ball, coaching staff-wise, the opportunity to try and lead this defense, do something different here. Uh, we got a couple of reads coming up here. We're going to get into John Johnson's words today because I think it's something I don't think surprises anybody, what John Johnson III said today. Um, but the thing is, is when you actually put these words out there, and without saying people's names, you know, you're essentially basically putting everybody on notice. Um, yep. It can go one of two ways. Becomes a rallying cry, or it just you know falls for bigger dissension within the ranks. Get into a little yep. more here. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest locked on Browns. Bird dogs. If you haven't heard, bird dogs apparel. Bird dogs. They just sent out new sweatpants here. Super comfortable, like that cute little Charmin bear rubbing up against your thighs. You know that comfy little bear family. Really comfortable. Uh, definitely part of my Sunday gear. Sitting around here watching games all day. Go to birddogs.com. Enter the promo code Locked On, and they'll throw in a free Bird Dogs rope hat. That's birddogs.com. Promo code Locked On, all caps, no space, and boom, a free Bird Dogs rope hat with your pair of Bird Dogs. The most comfortable shorts, pants, and sweatpants with built-in liners. You will not take these things off. I promise you. Also, continuing along here, LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out the LinkedIn Jobs. And LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Go to LinkedIn Jobs. You add your job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word out that you are hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize uh, who you would like to hire, interview, and get to know better and make eventually part of your team. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown nfl that's linkedin.com slash lockdown nfl to post your job for free 
Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. Uh, G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd, make sure you hit that notification bell and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Locked On Browns on YouTube. Uh, as we always do, drop videos every single day. Thank you for watching and listening on the podcast and making Locked On Browns podcast your first listen of each day. And then finally, the two-minute um, two warning postgame show. We've had great success with that. Lots of views, great interaction with fans. If you want to be a part of that, if you want to be able to see that, um, just simply go to uh, Locked On Browns YouTube page or ultimately the Sports Show YouTube page. Go ahead, uh, like the post. Go ahead and subscribe and then hit the notification bell so that you'll be able to get all our content automatically that is driven to your smart TV, your phone, or whatever other devices that you may use. Um, Jeff, we talked a little bit about uh, racial accounts, some of the guys that um, the Browns were counting on didn't step up. He's no longer with the with the squad. Um, let's get into some other uh, things that are going to prohibit people from playing, not just not being on the team, but in terms of injury reports. So you got a calf injury with, uh, you know, Wyatt Teller, who is probably your best run blocker as far as, you know, a road grader, got somebody that really clears open lots of holes for Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. He's going to be out with a strained calf. Somebody said, and you know, I saw on Twitter, a doctor said it was probably three days before it starts feeling better, but it could all be up to six weeks in terms of, coming back from it and making sure that, you know, you don't have any residual effects of it. And mind you, this is a similar calf injury that Wyatt Teller had last year that kept him out of some games. So he knows what the pain is. He knows what the threshold is. He knows how it feels. Um, you know, hopefully they could get to a point um, that they get that together. Also, we got to get to John, 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 the third, got to get to John, John, the third. Uh, he had a, a lot of stuff talking about, the defense talking about some of the guys that are not preparing uh, talking about some guys that had a quote that guys may not actually be um, spending all of the time that they need to in the film room, spending in the extra times away from the facility, watching films and, and really just being in there. And he's, he made it seem like nobody was doing that extra stuff out there, um, which is crazy because I, I played at a Mac school before. And during the season, we had a sign up list of all of the times that you went in and looked at film. There was a mandatory time we had to be there from, we lived away to the five in the morning from six to seven. We did, uh, we we came back and did our, our uh, you know, our film work, but there was a signing sheet that we had to sign on the door, making sure that we had a certain amount of hours of film work um, that was collected co and tracked by coaches. So for me, when I hear that, it, it is like, you 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 don't have that those type of guardrails not only in, in in like you know Big Ten schools you expect it SEC schools you expect that big time Power Five conferences but also you expect that from NFL players I, I thought that was a natural prerequisite to being like hey I'm a starter in the league a certain amount of hours of watching film and breaking that down is is pivotal to you having a great uh, success rate on Sundays your thoughts on that Jeff. Well, look, I mean, this goes back to any stage of football, essentially, you play. You know, A, number one, you need to look at your past performance, and you need to see – and it's always good, certainly, to watch what you did well, but you're going to learn a million times thing, million times more about the things you didn't do well. You do at any level. I mean, high school, college, obviously the NFL. Um, and basically to the root of what John Johnson the third is seeing is, you know, this isn't a – you know, this isn't essentially a nine-to-five job. 
you you know it's not the time frame that you're required to be in the building you grab your bag throw it in your car and go home there's so much more than that the greatest defense that I can ever remember ray lewis the ravens back in the day these guys got together every monday night so they had monday night football going on on one tv and then they basically bashed each other left and right while they watched their own game from the previous week then they all got together again friday night sat down and watched who they were about to play on Sunday. And I'm talking Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. He's got the first ballot Hall of Fame players. If anybody could afford to cut corners, it was Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. Guess who didn't? Ed Reed and Ray Lewis. Yep. Basically what John Johnson III is saying, and look, this has kind of got to be on John Johnson III. And who knows? Maybe it does exist. John Johnson III, when you are the veteran, and you know, keep in mind, Denzel is not getting his money just yet his money starts next you're the veteran you're the highest paid guy in your room yo y'all better be at the crib seven o'clock i'll have dinner there'll be plenty of food what this that and the other thing and you, you sit down because the other thing is as players you don't talk much in film sessions right you are there you are there to take notes and you know coach wow man coach stressed that four times so i better make sure i you coach stressed that four times when we go to the practice field tomorrow, I, I better do it. Because if I don't, after he just stressed it four times, A, number one, he thinks I'm either A, not listening to him, B, I'm not paying attention, or I'm just going to do whatever the hell I want. Yep. So it, it, the importance of it, the importance of extra work, it's the attention to detail. And look, you could be the greatest collection of athletes and football players in the world. And the Browns certainly do have some. There's no question about that. It's the little things and it's extra time. And, you know, and, and I think maybe why, you know, John Johnson, the third sensing that this probably hasn't been going on. And now you're going to go play a team like the Ravens where you need even more discipline against them than anybody else. Cause you can do everything right. Defensive line, linebackers, secondary, everything's right. And then guess what? Lamar found a crease and could be party time for the Ravens. Ooh. So for him to do that this week, it's important. And I do think, I think for Richard LeCount, I, th I think that was maybe a sign of what's going on here. There are some guys that are doing what is asked of them. There are some guys who are not doing what is required of them, which means going the extra mile and it's going home. And look, I I'll be honest, go through some of these guys' social media accounts. A lot of guys, soccer on <laughs> during the week, a lot of guys know exactly what's going on over there as far as your you soccer. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying they, but you know what I'm saying? When, when you see that these guys are watching every game that we are. Yeah. When is, when is the, when is the extra stuff being done? And maybe that does have something to do with it. And, you know, you can never hurt yourself by doing too much film study, but not doing enough. It's maybe can lead to what we've seen the last three weeks where we have a defense got beat around by Atlanta, beat around by LA and got beat around so much physically and mentally by the Patriots, by the beginning of the fourth quarter, they were out. It's tapping out. You know, and and and, and you, I, I like how you put that out there. You're just like, I hope y'all not doing that. You know, y'all be concentrating on a lot of other things. I will say this, man. They you seem know, to you find be, time for other things. That's all I'm saying. They seem to find hey, time for a lot of hey, things. 
when you when you take an L's, everybody gets it's a fair look. It's a fair assessment. When you take an L's to team you should beat, people is gonna peek under your closet. When your mom told you to go clean the room and, and you just thought you were slick, you put all the stuff under the bed. That's what the Browns did. They put a lot of stuff under the bed, but you got to get to where you want to go. You gotta clean some of that stuff out and get to what the root of the issue is. And and for me, at this point, I just want to make plays. Just do, just go out and do it, man. Like, I mean, we it's so much you can talk about this. There's only so much where you can give excuses. We're at the point of the season where now you're in divisional games. You're going to find out exactly who you are. No question. And look, I mean, and the other thing is, and, and if you are players who are struggling, or if you are players who are maybe man in a spot right now where you're not necessarily the starter, but now you got an opportunity where you are starting, you know, you got to go the extra mile. You literally have to go the extra mile. There are guys who are good enough that you want to know what whatever they're going to do, get a pass. Miles Garrett, I'm not saying not doing the work or not. Miles Garrett's going to go out there and get every single rep that, that Miles Garrett is ready to play. But there's about seven, six, seven other guys on that defense right now where you're on this ledge right now where it's you want to know what? I'll give somebody else a shot. Uh, because linebacker, safety, safety, safety. Pretty much. Pretty much. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised, you know, with possibility on Sunday, uh, the, the the linebacker plays special teams. He might get a shot because oh. you're looking for guys. You're looking for guys that are just going to go out there and give you the best effort. JOK got taken out for reps to Sione Takitaki on Sunday. That tells you something. And look, this is – and they didn't play any better. So that tells me right now if they think somebody else, Garrett's going to go in there and get it done, they're going to get the opportunity. Punt. I don't know who AD is. I ain't trying to see him no more. Punt return. Chester. No, no, no. no, no, no. Hey, Donovan Peoples-Jones can't do nothing but fair catch. That's fine. Don't hey, even put a me... guy back there. Just yeah, let the yeah, ball yeah. roll to a stop. Hey, hey, punt safe. Punt safe. Yeah. <laughs> punt safe, right? I'd ra- honestly, I'd rather t- I'd rather risk the 15 by bringing all 11 to try and block it than to, than to go through that nonsense again. Lord, uh, but we're going to continue on here. It's our first look here uh, at the uh, 2022 version of the Ravens. Um I think three and three, a lot of people may be a little bit surprised by the record. Yeah, but just like the Browns, they've lost some goals, close games that they should have been into as well. Uh, so we'll get to that here. Latest locked on Browns, Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, prize picks. Now, you guys get into this. Now, look, everybody's been talking about how bad these Thursday night games are. Tomorrow night, you got Saints Cardinals. How about a way to spice it up here? Take anywhere from two to five guys in that game, that's all you got to do. And if they score more or less than the prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. It includes the NFL, NBA, MLB, women's sports, collegiate sports, you name it, they got it. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is just that easy. Safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play free daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with your promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. You deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter the promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G. Bush, make sure you follow me at G. Bush 91 on Twitter. You can follow Jeff at, at Jeff uh, underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Um, we, we talked about injuries. We talked about some things going on uh, on the other side of the ball. We talked about Richard LeCount no longer being uh, with this program. And we talked about some areas that, that the Browns defense could stand to take some upgrades. 
Now let's go ahead and take uh, a look behind enemy lines, so to speak. Get to the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, they're a team out there that's three and three. Um, you know, they're a team out here who now is, you know, at the top of the leader, at the top of the division. I don't know who has a tiebreaker between them and the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, the cool thing Ravens currently in first place. Ravens, okay. Um, but it doesn't really matter if the Browns could get a win against the Ravens and get a get win against the Cincinnati Bengals, they could be in first place. Now, we've always said that we've had something on the Bengals a little bit. The Browns always get up to play against the Bengals. However, the Ravens are a little bit different story. Uh, this team has looked good at sometimes, but they've given up double-digit leads as well, just like the Browns. The only difference is the simple fact that they have a guy named Lamar Jackson who's going to be playing in this football game, which equalizes a lot of different things. The Browns have traditionally struggled against Lamar Jackson. He's gotten whatever he wanted, either that's through the air, whether that's extending plays, throwing the ball, football downfield, or just design runs. He's done that, um, you know, uh, to a very high level against the Browns. And to me, I look at this game as well. Just we talked about communication, the way that 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 John Harbaugh is communicating versus the way Kevin Stefanski is gonna, you know, c communicate. And there's is some level of emotion that that John Harbaugh can get out of his players. I'm not sure that. Your boy Kevin Stefanski is exuding that same type of energy where people want to say proverbially will run through a wall for him. This is a very pivotal stage for the Browns, and I'm I'm looking at it this game as a almost a stepping stone or a pivot. If you lose this game, you know, chances are, you know, you're looking at progress, see what Deshaun Watson is, maybe how many yards Kareem Hunt can get, or Nick Chubb, excuse me, Nick Chubb can get it in the ground for the rushing title. Besides that. It's a wash, but if you can come in here and you can limit the amount of plays Lamar Jackson is going to make, make him a strategic, just basically a pocket passer, you have a fair share shot at winning this game. However, you can't let these guys run wild. You can't have these huge gaping holes. At some point in time, those got to get fixed, and maybe it might be new bodies, maybe it won't, but... You know, I think this game is a, is a winnable game for the Browns, but I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't be totally for sure about betting on them winning this game. If you were going to wager any money on the Cleveland Browns right now, um, there's the old line of you know a, a fool and his money it, it will soon be parted to something of that nature. Yeah, um, anything because even if you were going to bet against them, that'd be the week that they show up and it's going to bite you in the butt that way, so to speak here. Uh, one real quick thing, uh, lockdown sports today, Peter Bukowski, uh, make sure you guys check that out. It's it's great. Cause you basically get a synopsis of everything. So now where we have the NBA picking back up, obviously MLB playoffs, the NBA, um, you know, basically, you know, it's lockdown's own version of sports center. Just make sure you guys go ahead and check that out. The Ravens this year, Lamar, you know, completion percentage is 61%. Uh, he's throwing for about two bills a game. You know, Lamar's been Lamar. The legs are there. They're as active as ever when he needs to. I think he's being a little bit smarter. And I'm telling you right now, that is probably – Lamar's got no contract after this year. So uh, Lamar's going to take these runs when he thinks they most benefit him. He ain't going to overdo it. Lamar ain't no dummy. <laughs> no tiki, no surety, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> nah, he ain't about to be running. Daughter. I remember one year, I think he had 1,200 yards on the ground. Yep. His MVP year. Ain't going to be the year for the year with that, with, with, with no Roland Benjamins after this year. But 
so he's always got that part. And like I mentioned every year, you can do everything right against this Baltimore Ravens team, and it's still something that you have to worry about. But overall, they're just not running the ball that well that, that well this year. They brought in Kenny Drake. He had a nice week last week, so his numbers are a little bit inflated. J.K. Dobbins, and it's been the talk kind of all year. It, it's the, maybe the knee's just not right, which definitely gives you some concern because for J.K. Dobbins, J.K. Dobbins, we're talking like twelve. We're talking like 15, young, 16 months young, young since player. the ACL injury. So you know, and obviously hurts a little bit here. Uh, you know, for the Ohio State Buckeye. Mark Andrews is still Mark Andrews, and, you know, that's never going to stop. It's not stopping anytime soon. Just an absolute beast. Um, that is one of the reasons I absolutely can assure you Deion Jones is going to be a part of this team on Sunday. Um, he will probably walk on the field automatically and be the best coverage linebacker the Browns have. You're going to have to basically go high-low with him, with Deion Jones underneath. You're going to have to have a safety pay attention over the top. Uh, we all know Mark Andrews has killed this franchise for years. Um, you know, you almost get like the, you know, like the nervousness that one day his number is going to be hanging up in first energy one day for as well as he's played against this team. Um, defensively, it's been kind of a mixed bag. Um, you know, they got some veteran edge rushers. They got the kid last year from, uh, Penn State. Oh, uh, they brought in Paul, they brought in Justin Hughes, two guys that can't play every week. Um, you know, secondary corners, you know, uh, you know, everybody knows Humphrey, uh, you know, Everybody, of course, you know, knows uh, Peters as well. Um, safeties, they brought in the young man, obviously, from Notre Dame. It's been up and down for him. Um, Travis Jones was a player I liked. He's starting to play now a little bit in the middle with Calais Campbell. And you're talking about two guys in North is six foot six, 325 pounds. It's absolute just bulls, Monster. absolute bulls in the middle. But you know this team. And this is one of the things where you can still go through a lot of adversity like this team has gone through. And you go into this game and you you kind of know what's coming. Baltimore hasn't done anything different since Lamar's been there. It's just a question of whether or not you know you were ready on this down for this, or it's a gamble, or it's a Lamar broken play. Uh, you know, there was the game last year. What was it, Garrett? Four four drives in a row resulted in turnovers against each other because yep. you got teams that know each other so well. But you got to come in. You got to give a better effort. Also, I did want to mention uh, Rashad Bateman back at practice for the Ravens this week. By far and away, their best wide receiver. So it certainly would be, you know, behoove the Browns to get Denzel Ward back this week. Um, good team. Uh, they know who they, the, the thing with the Baltimore Ravens is they know who they are. The Cleveland Browns have no idea who they are right now. Um, and it's even going to change again once Deshaun Watson comes back. But the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson, and it's been four years running strong now, they know exactly who they are. They know what they do well. Um, and what scares me is, is this the week they, the Browns let the Ravens get their running game back on track? I pray to God, no. Um, but look, and maybe it's even better, Garrett, that you're getting out of town this week because it certainly hasn't gone well at home. So, you know, Browns need to go down there. You know, Ravens do give up yards on the ground. We seem to say this every week. But then the Browns get themselves in a position where they kind of have to walk away from the running game because they fall behind. And, you know, if J- Jacoby Brissett, you know, has to go 10, 12 plays to get them a touchdown. Really, really difficult to keep, you know, the uh, all, you know keep the running game going and keep, you know, Jacoby, you know, in steps, so to speak here. But, you know, it's not like this is, you know, I know everybody, again, you know, for everybody, you know, the world is falling. Da, 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 da. Look, it's the Baltimore Ravens. And this is one, it's always work. There's no doubt about it. But like, you know, when you were a kid and it was always like that time of the year where your dad said, all right, we'll grab the rakes out of the garage. We got to go rake the leaves. You knew it was coming, but you know what? You done it before you know what the word is you got to go out there and you got to basically you know you got to reset the clock here for the browns 
Well, you know, at, at some point in time, somebody has to make plays. It's not only about the talking. You know, there's not enough plays being made. When I mean making plays, I'm talking about special plays. I'm talking about explosive plays. Uh, you know, runs over 25 yards, catches over 30 yards, um, turnovers, strip sacks, uh, you know, fumbles, balls on the ground. Uh, you know, really big, hey, playmaking, running guys over. These are all things, no penalties. These are all things the game is one on. The game isn't one on rhetoric. The NFL does a really good job of making the NFL a 24-hour news cycle. But so many people have gotten, you know, into, you know, we understand that, you know, these guys can talk a good game and how you got to go about it. But it's about the plays, man. The interceptions, jumping routes. That's what it comes to. Not just communicating and being on the same page. That is not your your goal to be a great. Like you, if you want to be successful, go to the playoffs. Want to win games at the highest level. Being able to line up and know you who you have in your assignment doesn't mean a hill of beans. You got to make plays, and that's what I want to see from the Browns moving forward. Just plays. Look, I mean, and look, all the talking in the world it don't mean a hill of beans. There's only one thing that is going to change the way people view this team, the way fans cheer about this team, root for this team. Let's go out there and string together some W's. And no, no, I ain't looking for no moral victory. You got to go down to Baltimore. You got to win. Otherwise, this is pretty. I don't see how this team recovers from two and five. I really don't. Um, with Cincinnati coming in, and the thing with Cincinnati you're nervous about is Burrow and Chase seem to be getting that thing going on again. And once they get that going, everything else on Cincinnati's offense is kind of just like butter. It's just so easy to achieve. Uh, we're going to continue to cover this through the week here. Uh, you know, a crossover coming. I think Garrett's going to sit down with Kevin Ostrecker. If you guys haven't heard Kevin before, Kevin's done Ravens uh, for us for years. Kevin's a great kid. Does a fantastic job over there. Uh, you'll get your know, pregame show, all this stuff here. Uh, you'll get Garrett later tonight. Uh, post-game Cleveland Cavaliers coverage. Uh, Garrett an espresso or two to make that meeting a little bit later tonight. But, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Angie, bring home some espresso for Big G. Man's got a long night ahead of him. Yeah, long. Um, uh, Garrett yeah. Bush, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1. Uh, the Barbershop, 92.3 The Fan, uh, Saturday mornings, obviously, 8 to noon. Uh, you can also catch Garrett for uh, pre- and post-game coverage. Browns, Buckeyes, uh, well, Say farewell to the Guardians for now, as far as that. But we will add in the Cleveland Cavaliers. Make sure you're following at GBush91. Myself, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show, Lockdown Browns, follow back account DMs are always open. Uh, appreciate everybody makes Lockdown Browns their first listen on your favorite podcast app. Of course, now on YouTube, make sure you're subscribed with notifications on. You're getting all that info as quick as it's dropping. Also, check out the Roku app, Locked On Cleveland Sports. You'll find Locked On Browns, Locked On Guardians, Locked On Cavs, and of course, the ultimate Cleveland sports show. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.